0: how's it guys welcome to this friday morning and really looking forward to this weekend it's going to be so cool uh, if you haven't had a chance to register yet on the website don't forget it's register.centerchurch.co.za if you'd like to join us I'm at the studio on sunday for our meeting there or oh, we'll see you online as well just as cool but here we go with psalm uh, 48 this morning i'm going to read the psalm and then we're going to jump in it says great is the lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our god His holy mountain, beautiful in elevation, is the joy of the whole earth. Mount Zion in the far north, the city of the great king. Within her citadels, God has made himself known as a fortress. For behold, the kings assembled. They came on together. As soon as they saw it, they were astounded. They were in panic. They took to flight. Trembling took hold of them there. Anguish as if a woman in labor. By the east wind, you shattered the ships of Tarshish. As we have heard, so we have seen, in the city of our, our of the Lord of hosts, in the city of our God, which God will establish forever, Salah. We have thought on your steadfast love, O God, in the midst of your temple. As your name, O God, so your praise reaches to the ends of the earth. Your right hand is filled with righteousness. Let Mount Zion be glad. Let the daughters of Judah rejoice because of your judgments. Walk about Zion. Go around her. Number her towers. Consider well her ramparts. Go through her citadels that you may tell the next generation that this is God, our God forever and ever. He will guide us forever. And so this is another psalm of the sons of Korah. And there was a beautiful song written called Great as the Lord. And I'll actually attach it at the end of this. So if you are watching, the devotional will be about whatever the length is. And then I'm just going to pop uh, the song on at the end. So if you're you can you're welcome to listen to it if you want or You can cut the thing off there. But beautiful song that was written out of this um, psalm. A little bit old school, but hopefully really encourage you. So there's three things quickly in this that are kind of highlighted in the first part of the psalm and then expanded on in the rest of the psalm. And these are the, these are the three things. One great is the lord number two he's greatly to be praised and number three that happens in the city of our god and this text uh, the psalm after this kind of expands on all three of those ideas So let's talk about it up front it starts off by saying great is the lord and uh, that's obviously i mean we'll go oh great is the lord obviously but the most amazing thing about this incredibly true statement is god is great but not in the way that anything else is great because for us Greatness is comparative. He's greater than that guy. He's a great runner, which means he beat that guy in the race. A great runner is only good or great runner if he runs in a race against everyone else and beats them, right? A great chef beats someone else with the food that he cooks. And our greatness on this earth is always comparative. It has to do with better than someone else. But the amazing thing about God's greatness is that it's not comparative. God's greatness. He's just great because he is great. He is the greatness against which every other greatness is compared, but he can be compared to no other because he is incomparable. Psalm one forty-five three says that his greatness is unsearchable. And what that means is not only is his greatness so much more, it means that When I think your God is this great and I'm marveling at the greatness of God and how I understand it It means that I haven't even begun to start understanding how great he is that just when i think i know how great god is he is even more than that and no matter where i get to in my understanding of the greatness of god he is always more than that he is always higher he is always bigger he is always more perfect he is always more loving he is always more than i can understand just when i think i've got an understanding of the greatness of the forgiveness of god right i think oh he's so great in the way that he forgives I haven't even begun to understand how great his forgiveness is. And when I start to marvel on his greatness on every aspect of who he is, and I, and I start to just feel like I'm getting a handle on he is so much more than that, the greatness of God. So much more than I can ask or imagine. And that's the danger of us kind of personifying God, saying God is like this person or God is like that person. He's not. Think of the most incredible person you can think of in any character kind of issue. You know, someone who's loving or gentle, whatever. God is infinitely greater than that person. It begins to blow our minds with how incredible he actually is. So that's, God. great is the Lord in every aspect. But then secondly, it says, and greatly to be praised. And this is important because it's me responding to the truth of God's greatness. Because it's possible for me to say God is great and not to respond to it at all. In James chapter 2 verse 19, James writes he says you believe God is one and you do well to believe that, but even the demons believe that and shudder. And so it's possible to believe that God is great, yet it has no impact on my life. So what I do is God is great, but then he's also greatly to be praised. That it 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 needs to elicit some sort of response in me, and I personally believe That if no no praise has been elicited in my heart, I believe that we have made our understanding of the greatness of God too low. That when I truly see him for the greatness, I can't help but overflow. Then Then he becomes greatly to be praised because I can't help it. And can I make a little bit of a spiky comment if I like? I think this flies in the face of those of us who believe in this. Having a secret faith or having a personal faith. And it's just about me and keeping it to myself. That Actually, if God is as great as he is and he's at work in my life, I'm going to look for opportunities, not become some psycho Bible basher, but I'm going to look for opportunities to let people know about how great God is. What is greatly to be praised sound like? When I praise God, it means I'm talking about the amazing things that he has done and who he is. And if I'm going to talk about that, generally, I'm going to be talking to others about him. That's what praising God is. I'm talking to others about who God is. Obviously, I can talk to him, but also praising God to others and letting him know. And I think that when I begin to get a true understanding of the greatness of God and I see his acts at work in my life. I'm looking for opportunities to tell other people not because I'm trying to argue them into heaven not because I think I know better than them not because I'm scared that God's gonna hate me if I don't share about him at all but I can't help it because this incredible truth this incredible great God has taken hold of me and I just love the opportunity to tell you about him and uh, to encourage others about him and so greatly to be praised as I marvel on the greatness of God I look for opportunities to share that with others and then the third thing is that that praising of god right happens in the city of our god and without wanting to be too metaphorical about this but back in those days god stirred stirred the people of god and they built the city of jerusalem and they built the temple and they built the tabernacle and it was beautiful uh, god built something um uh Physical but nowadays the buildings God is building. He builds his temple inside the hearts of man And so what is God building at the moment? Where is the city of God? Well, the city of God in a sense is in the hearts of each of us There is the city of God in heaven one day that we get to be with but God has made his throne in the hearts of people He sits enthroned here inside of us And so when it says it talks about those kings who came behold the kings assembled They came together as soon as they saw it. They were start astounded. They were in panic and they took to flight I believe this that when we see the greatness of God and we begin to speak about the greatness of God people could look at our lives and they are astounded by the greatness of God and that they tremble at the ability of what God can do inside of a human life because friends oh there is nothing more powerful than a changed life and that's what God wants to do how do I reflect the greatness of God how does a human being reflect the greatness of God it's when I submit to him and I allow God to build in me What He wants to build. I don't draw a line in the sand and say that's the end of me. Sorry, that's all But I allow god to do whatever he wants to do in me And as he begins to build the image of his son jesus inside of me the world around is astonished And they come and they're like what on earth is happening as they begin to see the testimony of my life and hear the testimony of my lips we're able to point back towards Jesus, and that they almost—we are this building that people walk around and go. It's unbelievable to see what God can do in a person's life. Please don't underestimate the influence that you have. Please don't underestimate the um, the the reach that God has given you. And maybe it's not for the for everyone, but there are people watching. Allow God to build the city of God. Allow Him to reign on the throne of your heart. That people begin to see us marveling in the greatness of God. We speak the praises of God, and they see this incredible city built inside of us and they are welcomed in a part of God's family. It's been so cool sharing with you this week. Can't wait to see you guys on Sunday.